Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Real Time with Prince Blue, and today is April the 2nd. April Fool's is over, and y'all know this is Real Time with Prince Blue, and I am your host, of course, Prince Blue. And today, I have a very, very special guest with me today. Um, We've been following each other on Twitter for a long time, and we always go at it about music. We go at it about sports. We go at it go at it about just anything in general. Like, if I don't get a block me back once a week, I know I haven't been trolling hard enough. Um, she's fantastic. And this is just to let you know that all blue checks are not important. And I say that because when you hear some of the background that she has, some of the experience she's had, her knowledge, some of the places she's been, some of the things she's accomplished in life, it, it a blue check won't do it any justice. I, again, I'm very excited about this guest, be- and you're going to know why And um, as we talk, because she's done some things that, name another show has been able to have somebody like that on here. So, I know her as Double L, love the pup, because she's a huge hockey fan. Um, you can find her on at Twitter at Double L loves the puck. Um, she's fantastic. I'm going to bring her in right now. Hello. 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 How are you, ma'am? I am well. How are you doing? Nice intro. I'm, Thank you. you. Made me feel special. Look, you I'm are like, special. I was all like, who's he talking guests, about? <laughs> all my guests are special. That's why I'll be telling. And I'll be like, hey, can y'all like shoot me a little bio or something? And they'd be like, uh. Just, just tell them I know sports. I'm like, <laughs> you got to give me more than that. Right, but, give me yeah, give me something. But I am very excited because I've tr- I tried to get you during Black History Month, but you have a very important job where you do a lot of Zooms, and you told me flat out, and not just what I loved about it, you was like, Blue, I'm Zoomed out. I got Zoom fatigue. I can't do it. And I respected that so much. You didn't try to like hide or try to blow me off. You was like, "Hey, I just got Zoom fatigue." So much Zoom. I dream about Zoom. I just I, uh, Zoom. Like just <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> you know, I wonder if even when this pandemic is gone, like, are they going? Are they going to be like, you know what? Why pay rent? Why pay um, AC and stuff like that? Won't y'all just stay home? Right. right. We don't, you know, we don't need to no office supplies, you know, no coffee, nothing. We don't have to do none of that. Y'all stay home. No drama, <laughs> no office right. Running, no you nothing. know. Just home. Water water bill low now because nobody flushing the toilet. <laughs> Listen, nobody flooding the toilet, nobody right. sticking up the toilet to act like right. they didn't do it. Nobody washing their hands. Well, everybody don't wash their hands all the time. Anyway, we learned that. I was just in the gas station. I was just in the gas station the other day. And I kid you not, a guy came out the stall, walked right past me as I was washing my hands. In 2021. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Like, I I, I don't get, the water's right there. It's It's not free. As soon as you walk out. Nothing. He just, he walked out touching the doorknob, and I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> so, but let's not waste time talking about gross people in the world. Yeah. Um, you you have a very unique background, and I say that because you've done a lot of things in this industry. You've m- met a lot of people, but yet. You don't talk about it. You don't broadcast it. Um, you don't, you know, you don't throw out the, I, I guess you would say the classic thirst traps. You know, you talk about things that did. I notice when somebody tries to check you on something and then you got to come back with them, like to remind them who you are. Um, tell me, how, how, how does that, how does that exactly work? Because me personally, if I've done a lot of stuff, you couldn't tell me nothing when I graduated from high school. I used to tell people, listen, I'm a high school graduate. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. But you've done other stuff. So how do you how do you keep that how do you keep that balled up? Let me take my glasses off for this one. Um <laughs> take my glasses off. Um so during my early Twitter days, they actually did used to call me the the throwback Thursday queen. Okay. Because I, I keep my I keep my throwback. So when I first started Twitter, I was still kind of, you know, doing a little acting, a little modeling. I actually got a couple of things from, you know, from Twitter, including um being on a local TV show to talk about sports. I was their social media person, which was pretty cool. But um, but yeah, for the most part, it's like it was a part of my life when anniversaries come up or even throwbacks or that kind of thing. I'm like, you know what? This is pretty cool. I'm proud of it. I don't do it anymore, but I'm still proud of what I've done. So when people bring up certain things, they say, oh, that was a slight flex. It was like, no, it's the, you know, the wire 15th anniversary. Hey, I'm proud of that. I was a part of that here, you know, boom. Or, you know, it's head of, you know, head of state was released this long ago. Boom. I was a part of that. Oh, Martin Sheen, the West Wing. Oh, boom. I was a part of that. So it's more like, you know, again, people say flex, but it's, hey, I got to experience it, or hey, I was on the. <laughs> no, you know, you, you're not hey, gonna I let was, that slide. I was involved with that. You're not when gonna let that model, I'm like, boom, okay, I was the first, you know, black spokesmodel for Remy Martin. It's just, you know, it's almost like you, you know, you play and you got your deck of cards, and it's like, wait a minute, is that an ace? That's an ace. That's an ace. Play it. <laughs> play it. Yeah, so that's you know, but but you there's probably some stories or or people that I've met, but I, that I'll probably never mention. And it's just you know, I see some stuff and I just let it scroll. I'm just like, and then some stuff I'm like, you know, I might put out some sub tweets or some hints. Like a couple people say I tweet in code, and I'm like, you got to keep up. But for something else, you got to be able to pick it up. <laughs> Because somebody will be trending, and I may have had an experience or been around them, and I'm like, and then I'll just sit back and see if anybody picks it up. Well, I'll be (laughs) picking them up sometimes. But listen, ma'am, you're not going to let that slide. You, (laughs) I have not seen The Wire, but everybody, I personally have not seen The Wire yet. Because let me tell you why. Let me tell you. Can, can I explain myself? Can yes, I explain yes. Myself? I'll let you do that. With the wire and anything, wire, power, anything else that black people sink their teeth into. I've never seen power. They so ruin it when it comes to 
one. They tweet about it. They tell it. So I'm like, I can't. I'm like, I already know that Ghost died. Like, I already know who shot Ghost. Like, I'm like, oh my god. Like, I can't do it. But you're not gonna let that slip. You was in the wire, which is very, 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 very important among the black community. But explain what you were doing in the wire, because this is funny to me. Because I remember so, this. I was actually so. If you are, you say you never watched it. I was actually in three scenes in the wire, but the one that was most—that's not a flex. But the one that is most talked about is the scene with Kima. And let me tell you, I'll give you the, the setup. So I have a friend who's, uh, what do you call them? Uh, the runners, the PAs, I think. And I could be wrong, but the PAs that are, you know, on the set. Matter of fact, he's a Miaka. And a Miaka is men interested in AKA. This is a real group. And I actually have a funny story about that, but we'll get to that later. Anyway, he hit me up and he said, they're looking for, you know, uh, extra. I know you've been on a couple of times, but they're looking for extra roles. Not really speaking, but you get some, you know, camera time. He said, if you're interested, they're kind of doing the audition now. You know, so I went up to Baltimore. Baltimore, it's not that far from me. And it was about probably at least 100 girls in that room. And they had them lined up around this big. It was like a, um, like some kind of event hall. And the assistant director was going around looking. So my mom had come with me because she wanted to see her cousin there. And so, you know, he's going up and down and he walked back and he pedaled back. And my mom said when she saw that pedal, that Dion backpedal, <laughs> she said, oh, he's going to pick her. He, you know, she's like, he's going to pick her. So he, you know, did it twice and then looked at somebody over in the corner and then looked again. And they did that head nod. Next thing I know, gravity don't pull me over. So we do the scene the same day and we're in a bar. And so they say, all we need you to do is look and drink a beer, but it's not gonna be beer. It was like club soda, seltzer water. I don't know, it was nasty. Um, but they said, all we need to do is look. Now, mind you, you know how they, you know, switch the cameras. So when I'm initially looking at her, she's not there. I'm looking at a blank space, mm. but when it was her time to be on camera, she told the director, I want her there so I can look at her. So when I'm looking and people are like, you're giving her that look. I'm like, I'm it's blank space. I'm not even, I'm not looking at her. Mm. How but she wanted to look at you. Yeah, she wanted me there to look, and she's a tourist like me. Kima, Kima. But um, so it's supposed to be the setup where she was having, and you haven't seen it yet, but you know she's a lesbian cop, and she was having problems with her um, living girlfriend, and they were, I want to say she was pregnant at the time, and um, you know she just kind of started drifting off, and the setup was for her to go out and you know find somebody and hook up and you know all that good stuff. So when she went out to the bar, I was supposed to be the hookup, which is where the whole look came from. So those 10 seconds or 15 seconds on the screen, people remembered. Like people would uh, actually yeah. notice me from that scene. I'm like, I wasn't even on the camera that long. They're like, no, you don't understand. And I'm like, 
You don't understand a prominent lesbian detective in one of the most prominent urban shows ever tried to shoot her shot with you in a scene. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, what are you talking about? People, you, what you thought people wasn't going to remember that? Like, yeah, we going to remember that. We going we gonna to remember that. True. But I, that was one thing. Now, let, let's get to, because I, I tweeted out the picture of you as a Boondocks character. Ah, uh, that's a fun story. How the hell, like, I'm Aaron Magruder. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I need a female in this in this uh, episode. Like, he could have drew anybody. Like, yeah. how did he say, I want double L's likeness? And did you find it strange that he had to ask you? Because I'm trying to think, if you would have been looking at the boondocks, would you would have been like, that's me. Probably not initially. Because when it happened, I didn't tell a lot of people, you know, after it happened. But the crazy thing is other people recognized and said, is that you? That looks like, you know, that looks like you. But the crazy story is he found me through MySpace. So he had seen my pictures in King Magazine and it seen some other stuff and found me. And so, of course, when he inboxed me, they didn't have the verified account thing for that time. So, you know, I'm thinking it's some old random, you know, he's like, it's Amber. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, no. So we started talking a little more. And then, of course, he had to send me a picture, like, holding up with his face saying that it was him. Because I was like, oh, that's, you know, that is not you. But um, from there, you know, we started talking and he started telling me about the episode, you know, and he said, um, I have, you know, they have all these dating sites and people on MySpace, but you meet them and they're not who they say they are. They're not the, you know, as far as the person and they see these, you know, attractive women and oh, let's take them out on a date. So he's like, I'm gonna set up the scene. And he said, I, you know, I want to use your likeness. I was like, wow, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, and I'm, I was like, oh, that's, okay, that's pretty cool. And he showed me the pictures that he kind of wanted to use, which to see the creative mind go from taking pictures and then turn it into a whole character and cartoon is incredible. But the one thing he did not tell me was how it ended. Oh, yeah, so you won't tell anybody? Right. Oh, man. Okay, I did not. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I said I did not know how it was gonna end. Now, why didn't he let you voice her? Yeah, I don't know. Probably because he wanted a more a, a more famous voice, I was thinking. I Who did voice you, by the way? Aisha remember? Tyler. Mm-hmm. Aisha Tyler. Oh. I have my own thoughts on her. Um, <laughs> she's the go-to for them. Because um, they I know they did her in... Um, What's the other cartoon where she actually voices the character? Uh, I forgot it. It's the whole yeah, spy thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. But okay, so they got her to voice you. So that's cool. That's 
that that, that was yeah, be... but that was really cool. And he sent me all the screen captures. So I had all the screen captures before the episode aired, and even some that they didn't even use. He sent me those. That is that so is that was awesome. cool. But um, yeah, the ending. Yeah, I'm actually glad he didn't tell me the ending because I might have said no. Because you've seen <laughs> the episode, right? I have not. Oh, then I can't spoil it for you. You got to watch the episode. Don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me, but you, you'll see why I might have said no if he would have told me. Am I going to have to come find Aaron? No. He can't be doing double L like that. No, but, you know, I was like, I might have said no on this. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so you're a cartoon character. You, um, you modeled for Remy Martin. You've um, Jet Beauty of the Month. Week. Week. You were close now. Week. Twice. Re- real close. I'm, I'm just off by 23 days. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, that was twice. Um, so that was fun. Like, okay, so how does that work? How does Jet find you and put you on your, your favorite aunt and uncle coffee table? Like, how did that happen? Well, now that it's kind of retired, I can I can tell you a secret. They have photographers mm-hmm. that look for people and kind of like the the same way, but it wasn't um, it wasn't my space. It was like I want to say the first one, the guy actually knew, and he said, "I you know he's like I do pictures for Jen." I was like, "All right," but he was like, "Yeah, no, I do, I do," and um. It's a whole process. So they take the picture, they send the picture in, and they do a selection on the board. And if they select you, they'll send you a letter and say you've been selected, but they won't tell you which jet it's going to be in. So that's the crazy part. I'm looking at jets or having my family look every week because I don't know when it's going to be in there. And then the second time, the guy found me through my website, and he's like the main photographer. Matter of fact, his name is Phil Collins. So if you look at probably 80% of the jets, right? <laughs> if you look at 80% of jets, you'll see his name as mm-hmm. the photographer for the picture. 80%. <laughs> so. so he got paid pretty much to be a creeper. Pretty much. And they do pay their models too. So I will say that if you're a jet beauty of the week, they will send you a check. So that's, you know. That is that cool. is awesome. And twice. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing they didn't look for you twice. They just was like, we're going to go back to her one more time. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like... Three, so one was 2002 and the other one was 2005. And the 2005, Morgan Freeman was on the cover. And then 2002, wait for it, B2K. Was- <laughs> oh. <laughs> they had some bops. B2- Listen, yeah, they had all some bops. that crazy chaos that was going on Chris Stokes and his nasty ass they had some bops they did they did they had some bops especially when they got with when they got with the R when they got with the R he wrote a (laughs) so talented yes that's a skis Uh, we gonna get into that when we get into our music part but um you've you've done you see you've done all that and then Yet you make time for little old me who's on the come up. Like, how do you, because I know people without blue checks that I'll be coming to them, like, uh, honestly, and be like, hey, you know, I really like what you do. They either don't answer 
or they big time me. And I never like come to the timeline and be like, oh, so you you know, blah, 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 blah. Because that's right. if somebody don't want to be on your show, that's fine. Right, just like, keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Um, how do you how do you balance that? Because just think about it. You're on somebody's wall somewhere. <laughs> ripped out of a magazine on somebody's wall. So somebody's wall of fame or wall of whatever. <laughs> like, how do you keep that in, in perspective? It's, it's it's just humility. Even, you know, and I learned that from my mom, even during the height when I was, you know, in the magazines and the, you know, TV, I never, you know, this never got big. I never thought I was above or, or better than anyone. Never had that attitude. Never will. So, Talking to you, as far as I'm concerned, is just like, hey, if, you know, Steve Harvey, well, maybe won't we won't use Steve Harvey, but anyway, you know, you know, Funk Master Flat or somebody, hey, we want to do a quick interview. You know what I mean? You know, like. It's not a game. Donnie Simpson. How's that? But. um, Yes. Would be Donnie. Original. Or Frank Ski. But I don't, you know, there's no no measurement like, oh, he's, you know, I'm only going to do this person's show. I'm only going to talk to that person because you got a good vibe. And like you said, you know, just being on Twitter and going back and forth and the, you know, the banter and, you know, here and there. I'm like, oh, he's cool. Yeah. You know, and there have been a, a few podcasts I've probably from Twitter. I've probably been on two. Mm-hmm. And I said, OK, yeah, this, you know, this person's. Yeah. Denzel me. So. <laughs> and it's just because I'm like, again, it's you know, it's the vibe and you know the stuff they tweet. I'm just like, uh, I'm gonna be on there, like, you know, be sleep. I don't. <laughs> That's the perfect segue. Because speaking yeah. of vibe, because me and your interaction started because you're not only are you the throwback Thursday queen, but you find clips of songs that immediately put me back in in a spot where I'm like. I remember when I used to wear the tape out on that. You and I, we we love music and we let it be known yes. we love music. I think most of my block me backs were over music. Probably um, some of my music takes. Um, <laughs> where 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 did your love of music begin? Again, I I gotta go back to my parents, my mom. I mean, she was always spinning like. You know, the basement parties, got to give it up, Marvin Gaye, you know, just, you know, Jackie Wilson, Sam Cooke, I mean, Spinners, you know, just, just vibing, just vibing. And, um, you know, and then I've started getting into, into music, but all kinds of music. And that's the crazy part. Like, it wasn't just this one genre, like, you know, it was country, it was, you got some rock, of course, some R&B, some soul, some pop. So, I'm glad that I was exposed to all that different type of music. So when, you know, Rob, I got to kind of, you know, get a kind of whole buffet of different songs and different sounds. And it helped me appreciate, you know, not only the artists, but also the musicians. And so, um, but yeah, give me some nostalgic music and um, I'm rolling. See, you're like me. Cause my wife, when we went, my wife, Hates when we go anywhere long distance because you know rules are the driver gets the aux. So yeah, I've learned that. <laughs> I put my iPad, I put my iPad on my phone in, I hit the shuffle, 
it'll go from aha take on me to OJ's backstabbers. And my wife is sitting there like, Honey, you so old. Like, what are we listening? I'm like, this is music. I don't want no little dirt or little toe. And what is he rapping about? I don't understand the yeah, new music at all. I rode with my nephew and I was like, oh my goodness, it's killing me. But when when I, I was with one of his it was one of his friends and he put on, he's like, Oh, check out this, you know, this new song. It's it's great as by you know, the weekend, and he talking about this girl, Diana. I was like, oh, and he, and he put it on, and it was Dirty Diana. I said, oh, that's not the weekend song. That's Michael Jackson's song. They don't have no sense of history, and yeah. that's a problem. <laughs> they hearing some of this stuff, and I'm like, like, when I heard, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's, what's the ugly boy name that did, uh, um, <laughs> With the cockeye, what's he's, he's ugly <laughs> yeah. from New England, even from England. What's his name? Um, he, he, well, what's ah, cockeye music, he, soul child? No, no oh. I say he's white guy. Oh, I uh, thought you said a cockeye. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, what is his name? Got oh, now, now, now I'm drawing a blank. Now I gotta figure out where he's from. England, from England. He sang the song where um I'm in love with the shape of you. What's who's who's him? I don't know. The guy that Marvin Gaye is suing because you can hear um Oh, you talking about Robin Thicke? No, not Robin Thicke. He sued him. The other guy he sued. What's his ugly name? I can't. You said it's a white guy from England. Uh, hmm. From England, yeah. You, I think you got me stumped there. Was it um, Sam? Uh, no, not not him. Here we go. Was yeah, Ed Sharon? There we go. Ed Sharon. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. I know him. Uh, with the red hair. Yes, yes him okay. with the cock eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> You know, when I first heard that song, I was like, that's Marvin Gaye's beat. Mm-hmm. I, like, I knew it automatically. automatically. The kids were like, man, this is fresh. This is new. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> do y'all do y'all know what you listen to? Like, some of the weekend song, like he, um, Blinding Lights. That's Young Turks by Rod Stewart. Like, I heard it. Yeah. I was like, I've heard that beat somewhere. Right. And then I was like, Rod Stewart. And people like, oh, the weekend, he's so fresh, he's innovative. I'm like, yeah, I was listening to a, 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 a gospel song last week that my nephew had sent me, and I heard the beat. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, wait a minute, that's Stand By Me. That's how I like Stand That's Benny King. <laughs> and I thought she was about to start when the night, and she didn't. <laughs> now I know why artists be so mad. They be like, yeah. Like you just go unless you puff. Puff just ripped the whole so song. Just, it was yeah, like, he'll, no. he'll take the whole song. He had all the Diana. And the thing is, a lot of times when Puff did that, I knew the originals. Like I knew, you know, my money will more problems was Diana Ross. Like I, you know, I know, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, you know that song. 
But um, a lot of times when I was younger, listening to stuff and speaking of that, like I would listen to Heavy D, Mr. Big Stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, that's a new song. And my mom, she would pull out the original, pull out the record. Yo, this is, um, yeah, Jean, I can't think of her last name, but, you know, she mm-hmm. pulled out the 45. And a lot of songs, like she would say, oh, no, that's James Brown. Or, and James Brown, like, one of the most sample. sample, everything from his, you know, his voice, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm real, like, it's, you know. But she would pull out the originals, so that's how I got to appreciate also a lot of the older music. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's, oh, that's such and such. Like, have you seen her? Oh, that's uh, you know, that's the satellites. Like, that's not, you know, <laughs> right? I love that beginning. I play the beginning all the time. My wife be looking at me like <laughs> he's talking for three minutes. I'm like, that's how they used to do it back in the day. Mm-hmm. They would talk for three minutes and then sing for four you more. Get a whole intro, and then you might get something in the middle, and then wrap it up with some more talking. Like you both. Yeah, I feel sorry for this year's for this for this generation because they're pretty much telling you 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 have um. What's the when you can't pay attention for a long time? Um, uh, ADD. And yeah, because songs are what now? A minute and thirty-seven seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, okay, it's over. Where the song like, go? Right. She just gave me just three lines, honey. Hey, what happened to the four? You know, you got a, a four, at least four minutes and thirty seconds, or you know, you might you might get five. Like you, you can do a full activity on a song. <laughs> Back in the day, get you full activity in, you know, full workout, something. I have a unique question for you, and it revolves two of the greatest that are no longer with us. Why do you, and, and I, I'm just drawing this question out of left field, why do you think Prince and MJ had such a, it seemed one sided, like Prince had issues with MJ. But you know, MJ was the king. Like Prince would cut you, like to you. Like we, me and you, yeah. going back and forth about this. Prince was the king of shade. Oh yeah. Michael oh, yeah. was the king of shade too, but he was more subtle with it. With his shade, so, yeah, yeah. Why do you think those two butted heads so much? I think a lot of it was because they're both perfectionist and and the the competition um but you know going back to what we know now there was actually a lot of love and respect there yes yes. a lot of mutual and i actually saw one clip because you know when people pass people start bringing up you know clips that you know you never seen before interviews that you never you know you never heard and um one clip is when michael was going through the first case, I think it was 1991 and Prince was promoting the album and they asked him and he said, you know, basically, you know, I don't know what happened. I'm not here to, to bash him. I don't, you know, I don't know. And, you know, as far as like what he has going on and that's, you know, basically it's none of my business, but you're not going to pull anything out of me to make me say something negative about him. And then Michael was also kind of in the same position a few times. It's like, I'm not going to, you know, He'd show up to mm-hmm. Prince's shows and vice versa, but they, you know, be in the cut where they couldn't be seen, but there was still that background support. But I think mm-hmm. people in this stand culture, and I'm doing like that because it's annoying, where they act like you can't appreciate and respect 
multiple artists at the same time. Like you have to be either or. Call right? me a blah blah blah. Right. Say a blah blah blah. Yeah, Beyonce like, and Mariah, and I'm like, no. Yeah, it's you know that's you know, and when I was younger, I probably gravitated toward Michael more because I mean, Michael's everywhere. You he's, nobody had never seen anything like Michael. But as with you know Prince, I loved Prince too. But there was a line where I'm seven, eight years old. I can't be singing "Darling Nikki" in front of my mother or singing some of the things that he talked about back mm -hmm. then. It just mm -hmm. it was a, you know, I got popped in the mouth for singing like a virgin when I was like. <laughs> so, you know, so I think more of the you know the main stream, but then of course you know. Purple Rain, and then Prince, you know, had the the string of hits, and he was everywhere and, and mainstream, and um, just both incredibly talented artists. So when I see the back and forth, I'm like, why can't you just enjoy enjoy it, enjoy both of them? We had two incredible artists who are no longer with us. So what are you? To me, the for? greatest. I I say one A one one B. Like yeah. to me, those are my top two artists of all time that's just me and right. that's what i love about music yeah. it's so subjective but exactly. i exactly. love them too because what prince did with instruments mike can do with just his mind as an audiophile like he can yeah. give you a beat like okay i want this with billy jean okay i want versus prince to play six instruments he'll grab the bass player this is what i want you to play yes and then he'll go to the drums. This is what I want you to this play. I, right. I want to hear it like I wrote it. Like <laughs> when, he's, when he's Mike said that, and this is it, when he's like, no, I need to, you know, and he beatboxed it to him. He's like, no, well, how do you want it? I want to hear it. I like, wrote it. Like I'm telling it to you. And when Saida Garrett told that story, how she was saying, and she's like, they better get it right. And he would walk up and tell them, this is what I need to hear. This is the sound that I need to hear. And you he's need to notorious. Play that he's notorious for holding up albums because it's just not right to him. Right. Like I remember Teddy Riley say he sat on a song for like a year and a half because he just kept doing stuff to it. And yeah. Teddy was like, to be in a booth with Michael, you have to know your crap. Well, you the know, there were eight one mixes of Billy Jean before you yeah. got the final, which is crazy and again the same thing with with prince like you know um i was watching uh morris day and i think they had a conversation uh conversation next thing you know prince had a song done boom bam done genius genius you would never you would never ever yeah. see it like that again and what i don't and the also thing when some people do Mar mariah versus whitney again both talented both incredible they say well mariah wrote her own stuff okay like, Whitney took a song and, and made it hers I mean to do the vocal gymnastics on I'm your baby tonight in one take because she wanted to get to the mall just things like that like her instrument Angel. was her voice for her to be able to go in the studio and pick it didn't matter she didn't have to pin it mm -mm. Mm -mm. that's what you have songwriters for you have people who that's what they do Diane they Warren Diane Warren loved yeah. Whitney I love, love you, Whitney. Right. I got something. I got something for you, Whitney. Yeah. Remember, remember, I I used that. Um, I asked that question. I was like, "Who's the better uh producer?" I put Diane Warren in there. I put Babyface in there, and people was like, "You could tell people was like, who's Diane Warren?" Um, 
only the person that's wrote songs that you're probably singing right now. Leah, you don't know. Aerosmith. I mean, she's all genres. Um, the Bard. She wrote songs for the Bard. Like she's yeah, she's Diane Warren, and I hope she finally wins an Oscar because she's been nominated like twelve times, and she's nominated. Let me let me ask you let me let me ask you something, L, because I just got finished watching the Tina Turner documentary. I watched it. She's yeah goosebumps. She yes yeah. This is my problem with Tina Turner. Not a problem, but my problem with everybody else. When people see, I hate when people say when they see like Beyonce and they see Grace Jones. I mean, they see Beyonce and they sent see um. What's the girl name with the nose that wears the meat dresses and be acting oh, all funny? Uh, Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. When people's like, Lady Gaga is so inventive. She's she's such an artist. She's in the future. I'd be like, I need you to pull up Grace Jones. Yes. That's, that's her steez. Yes. When people say Beyonce is killing the game with these dances with machine, that's Tina. Mm -hmm. All day. Yes. But what my issue be... Well, my issue is with some of these artists, they know where they're getting this. Where they're getting it from. And they don't educate the others. Right. There's no Pay there's no honor. credit. And I'll right. and you know what? I'll go back to Michael and Prince because they always paid homage. You always heard Prince saying Larry Graham, Shaka Khan, James Brown. You always heard Michael, you know, Fred Astaire, you know, when he Jackie Wilson. He loved Jackie Wilson. Um, yes, Jackie Wilson, and we know he loved James Brown. James Brown was like his everything. He was, you know, James Brown. I and even Little Richard, once you look at certain Prince, you know, Prince pictures, and you pull up a photo of Little Richard, even the shows, you watch their shows and their performances, the piano, the way Little Richard, and you look at Prince, you're like, you know, Michael Jackson dance moves, you'll see Jackie Wilson do a thing, Michael doing that same thing. But again, both of them were good at saying, this is who inspired me. Let me educate you. Let me tell you about, you know, Prince is like, I got certain keys from listening to Aretha Franklin, who was who trained herself on the piano. Incredible mm -hmm. piano player, Aretha Franklin. So when he, matter of fact, when he did that performance with Beyonce and they interviewed him and he said, I was very impressed. She's very talented. But he said, I did encourage her to, learn the piano and learn some of the things a la Aretha Franklin. And it would help you, you know, as far as longevity within your career, because we saw Aretha Franklin had, what, a 50, what, 50 year career? 50, 60 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's why I said there's no, the education is gone. Like they don't it, say. It is. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and I don't know if it's, your your spot is already cemented, but you need to let people know that you're inspired too, right? Especially somebody like Tina, who's been through it. Yeah, get that woman her flowers. Yeah, and she uh, she has she's I think she's performed with her a couple of times, and she's shown Tina a lot of love. So I will say that about um about Beyonce, not necessarily her fans, but mm -hmm. Beyonce definitely gives, mm -hmm. you know, pays homage and, and shows the love. So she's, and, I think she's very good at that. Yeah. And the, the the fans that are like, no, that's her. That's no, what that's I'm talking you know. about. I'm, I'm not going to brag yeah. on Beyonce because yeah. they do give, I'm talking about the yeah, fans who just refuse to 
yeah, learn the history. No, yeah. I mean, I saw um, one of the the Stan accounts, and I was like, that footage looks familiar. I was like, where's that footage? And they said this, that was her concert tour. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I spotted a sign kind of to the right, Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson Bad Tour. I was like, I knew that footage was from somewhere. <laughs> Who do you think they be fooling? Like, no, that's Michael Jackson's bad tour, which I attended. But, um, you know, he sold out those stadiums. He performed in, in Russia. And, you know, to me, it, it, it does get me upset because I'm like, the way his, you know, they say, oh, well, he didn't. I was like, no, he, yes, he did. When you have Dick Clark saying, I'd never seen anything like that before. I'll never see anything like that again. We we won't. Not with physical album sales, not with the stadiums. There was no festival, no show. It was him. From the moment he dropped Thriller, they, and when I say they, I think you know who I mean. They have been determined to say, no, the Beatles has the highest seller. No, the Eagles have the highest seller. No, they do not. Yeah. No, yeah. they do not. And then when they talk about career, I say you leave off half of his life. You cannot talk about his career and not talk about the Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. They sold over a hundred million worldwide. They did world tours. They had cartoons, cereal, you name it. So he could have said, I'm done with music when he became a teenager and kept walking and still been a legend. Mm-hmm. Still been a legend. By the time we you know when he gave interviews, he said I was a veteran by the time I was 13. He was because he had mm-hmm. been in the business. So he could have mm-hmm. walked away. I'm thankful he didn't. Oh, yeah. I, as am I, because I grew <laughs> up on that. I grew up on that. Man. You know, kept it steady, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of times I see stuff and I keep scrolling because I said it, it's it's not worth it because you can't you can't educate someone yeah, who doesn't want to learn. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, and then some stuff I actually do stop. <laughs> oh, oh, you get the, stop, stop, you tweeting like, so hard and you tweet so hard you don't check for errors. Right, I'm like, yeah, spelling errors. I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't. You know, now, I, L, I know you told me, I know you said not to talk about new school, and I'm not, but there's one person that I particularly love, and he gets some backlash because people say he he's a he culture appropriates, but. I tell people to get the history on him because he do not. Because when he went to record companies with his deal, they saw his last name and they wanted him to do Latin music. He was like, but that's not what I want to do. Right. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Talk about Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my guy. I like and him. And I think he's the person. Oh, so you know he's good. With, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 his little behind. He could, But my thing is, People are quick to say the wrong people are culture appropriate. And when he, if you look at the credits for Uptown Funk, he said, I got it from Morris Day and the Time. This is Prince. This is Minneapolis town. He got the horns in there. He's giving credit in the music to everybody. He's like, this is where I got this. This is where I got this. Even a little Richard, you know, the the tribute. I wasn't like, oh, why is he doing a little Richard? I was like, oh, that's good. That was perfect. He he did Prince tribute too. I mean, that's good. Now he's, yeah, sometimes people go too far with that when it's not, you know, I think I actually, speaking of that, when I said I don't, you know, sometimes I'll jump in when someone claimed Tina Marie with cultural, you know, cultural corporate, I was like, no, 
that was who no. she was. That's who she was. She wasn't That's trying to Tina be was. black. She wasn't trying to be anyone else. She was Tina Marie. Like, it's like Hall and Oates. Yeah. They love yeah, soul that, music. That's who they are. Yeah, that's, that's who, they, who are. they are. They didn't get somewhere. They didn't do like prime example. Pink. Pink always wanted to do rock, but when she went to L.A. Reed, he said, "No, you're from Philly. You're a white girl. You're gonna do R and B." She hated it. Yeah. She hated it. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't who she so, was. It wasn't. That who she wasn't was. who she was. Yeah. Correct. And that's but that what was a banging ass album, though. It was. It was good. <laughs> But when she got into, you know, what she wanted to do, I like that music too. Like mm -hmm. I, I bought Misunderstood. I'm like, oh, this is out. This is good. This is, you I know, you can tell her, her her soul and her passion was into it. So I was like, yeah. So give me, I'm going I'm to make it hard for you now. Oh, you got one, one album, one album. Just one? Oh, man. One right. album to put in, put in a box and put it in the ground, and when they dig it up to explain what music is, what album is that? Oh, my goodness. Mm. I'm a, there's actually one that instantly comes to mind, and it's going to sound cliche, but not even cliche, and I, and I probably have a few people agree with me, but if I put this album in the ground and people dug it up 40 years later and it would explain music from beginning to end, I'm going with Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder. Damn. Not a Michael Jackson. I, you thought I was going to go Michael Jackson, didn't you? No, no, no. I thought I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go um, Prince. I did not think about Stevie. Yeah. I was like, she's not going to do Michael because she expected me to say Michael. <laughs> I was like, maybe she might do Prince. But if someone asked me to pick one Michael Jackson album to put in the ground, I mean, I got to go with Off the Wall. There's, it's, or maybe Let's Dangerous. You know, Dangerous Let's... is my favorite Michael Jackson album, and I don't share that a lot, but they, that's... Uh, and Teddy was heavy on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Dangerous. Michael dancing and get the kissy mine and yeah. kiss Eddie Murphy off. <laughs> Remember when? Okay, people, I know I didn't mean to turn this into Michael Jackson. He would have prime time slots to preview his videos. Yep. And Who's doing that now? No one's doing that. Who and no one did it before? But yeah, he would have major networks. Like it was a time slot, like premiere of you know Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No. Come on. Yeah. But let's go back to Stevie. What is it about Stevie that, besides the obvious, that yeah. you feel comfortable with um, him explaining music? Oh, my general? goodness. Just his his passion and his, his ear is an incredible. Yeah. And if you listen, if you listen to his his music, I mean, you instantly recognize when it's a, a Stevie song for sure, but it's still different. He's not giving you the same beat, the same tune, the same, even subject matter. You get a variety. So if you're asking him to take you through music, he's going to take you through a journey from beginning to end. He's going to take you through emotions. 
he can make you mad with one of the songs you haven't done nothing when he was talking about Nixon, make you mad, make you feel love, ribbon in the sky, make you feel sad, you know, stay gold or, you know, never dreamed you leave in summer. He's going to take you there. Always cry on that one. Uh, yeah. So he, he can take you through all that, make you, you know, make you feel happy, you know, when you listen to, you know, as, but you're happy. What I also love about Stevie is his respect for other cultures. Oh yeah. And implementing their music into his sound without right. making it seem forced. Like right. remember when the Latin explosion happened? Then you had <laughs> American artists trying to do Latin and you was like, ah, eh, that's forced. Right, we like see that. Yeah. Like stop. But with Stevie, like he does he could go to an African village, listen, come back and be like, This is yeah. what I found out when I went to Kenya. This is what mm -hmm. this was their vibe. And you're like, how? how? Like how do some people is able to just do that? It's crazy. And make it 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 really is a gift. Even did it with um, reggae. That uh, master jam, master, uh, I can't say that the time, master jammer, I'm probably getting it wrong, but that's a reggae song. And yeah, you know, went to Jamaica, like you said, he come back, this is what I heard. Let's, you know, let's put it on a record and done. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta ask you something controversial. It uh -oh. seemed like the, the greater the artist, the more troubled they are. And you know who I'm about to bring up. It's the R. Oh, uh, Mr. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care. He's still when you put when you talk about songwriters and you talk about musicians, you're gonna have to bring his name up. Yeah. Because of his music. Yeah. Um how do you how do you separate music from how do you separate the craft from the man from the person. or the woman Ooh, from the person? yeah uh that's a tough one because they're you know even looking and I think someone actually brought it up about some things with Marvin Gaye mm -hmm. um yeah. even you know some stories that my mother you know has told me about Marvin Gaye Sam Cook you know some of those those artists who are still revered and, you know, I'm not going to just say it's, you know, Elvis, um, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, there's things that's like, whoa, whoa. The Stones. The person, right. Led Zeppelin. Uh, yes. Even, even, you know, the drug abuse thing, some people, I find it more with black artists that it's like, oh, but when they talk about other artists, Jim Morrison, oh, he was great. No, he was, he was an addict he, as well. He was bloated in an addict when he yeah. passed. So, you know, I think it, I, I can tell you the more stuff that comes out and you think and it's like, and it's connected to the songs, that's where it gets you, that's where the battle comes in. Cause I'm like, oh, ah, ah, you know, so <laughs> like, it's, so it's, good. it's hard and it, and it makes me sad cause I'm like, how could you do these these things and you you have this incredible talent and you have this 
gift and and it's almost like you you ruined your gift because now that's intertwined mm. you know so it's hard um you know some people say if a uh R. Kelly song comes on or something that he's written, they turn it off. Do I do that? No. Um, there's a song by Whitney Houston that actually helped me a lot. When my brother passed a few uh, months ago, I looked to you. R. Kelly wrote that. So I don't necessarily connect that. I won't connect that to him or don't really think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He wrote that. Or Mm-hmm. Even, you know, Michael Jackson's You Are Not Alone when someone said, oh, it was about a, you know, 14-year-old girl. I'm like, oh, no. No, it wasn't. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, Ugh. like, I, you know. And then when I read the backstory, and that's the thing, people stop at just one level of information mm-hmm. and don't take it to that, that next level. Like, let me dig a little more. Oh, okay, this is how this comes about. Or here's more information. It's called songs that people Twitter or look people it up. in this age. Yeah, they just stop at one level. It won't. It's all about jokes further. and likes. It's all about jokes and likes. Like, yeah. they, like I love to see the process of why a song came together right. and how did the artist come up with that? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be singing about something and I'm like, ooh, whoa. Right. What am I? <laughs> what am I? Huh? What am I thinking about? Or, whoa, what am I, I thinking about? But um. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very important to answer that because ask yeah. that because um we black people listen <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you we run this music thing like it's yeah. we just we're just embedded yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I've gotten in trouble with people, um mostly uh, you know, white people who say, you know, this person isn't rock and roll, you know, someone had a battle, Aretha wasn't rock and roll, she was rock and roll. Rock and, roll rock, and rock and roll came from R&B and there's a clip of Little Richard. I've posted it a few times where he breaks it down mm-hmm. where rock and roll came from. So for you to say these soul artists shouldn't be in the rock and roll hall of fame because they're not rock and roll. Well, Tina's rock and roll, but Dionne Warwick's not rock and roll. Yes, she is. She is rock and roll. Shaka Khan's not rock and roll. Yes, she is. I bet you they don't even know about Rufus. No. I bet no. you they know. They're automatically saying, you know, oh, she's not rock and roll, but why she? No, she is. All that. Look, most of these these singers that went on to have outstanding solo careers, they were front people for a band. Mm-hmm. Especially these, especially the women artists. Yeah. These band members didn't have it, so they was like, let me put. Yeah. Retha, let me put Shaka in front. Let me put Deborah Harry in front. Or in the backing, you know, Lisa used to back for uh, David Bowie, and David Bowie was like, "No, you are star. No, you supposed to be in the you front, should, right? You shouldn't be in the in the back. You need to basically, you need to break off. Let me, you know, let me remove you from back in here because you need to be on the mic." Thank you, David Bowie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, um, um, yeah, and I, and I I thank Prince for getting rid of uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Thank you, Prince. Thank you. Had no business being late. Had no, no business being no, late. No business being late, but thank you. When I hear the story about Prince playing the bass behind the curtain because the <laughs> bass, I didn't know it. And as soon as Jimmy and Terry showed up, it's fine. Well, thank you. I'm going a, I'm to a go and make the most successful female artist of all time. Thank yeah. you. Because you wouldn't have control. 
You wouldn't have velvet rope. Oh. You wouldn't have all yeah, none, of this. none of that. So, um, L, this is before I, before you leave. Um, I want to talk about social media a little bit and how. Um, where where do you where do you think social media is gonna go in the future? Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> I think it's eventually it eventually is gonna run its course. Like okay, interesting. Like disco. I love disco, by the way. Wait a minute, you who does it? Come on. I love on, disco. You and know I what think, I've been, I think disco was forced over- out, but I also think it it ran its course. Even though people, I don't think people thought disco was gonna last, but they also thought hip hop wasn't gonna last. Yeah, what was wrong? Rap was a fad. Very wrong. Very wrong. Um, but I think social media, as technology gets more and more advanced, is gonna come to a point where there's gonna be something new that takes over. What it is, I I don't know. You know, I can't put on my Liz Tradamus hat and <laughs> see. <laughs> But I, I think as the different, you know, different options and it's it's starting to get a little overcrowded. So when something starts getting a little overcrowded and, and too much, then, you know, hey, it's time for a, a new, you know, something completely new. Yeah. When you got I, one person having over. I don't know if it's going to be 10 years from now or 15 years from now, but I think eventually. Yeah, I find it funny when people value their worth with their followers. It'd be yeah. so funny to me. I have over I never followers. I'd be like I lost okay. the old account and I had thirty five over thirty five thousand followers. And you know you always keep your side account. But my this account was just for hockey because my main account I didn't get a lot of engagement. So I was like, well let me create this other account not realizing it would eventually become my main account. But, um, you know, so I started getting in, you know, engaging there. But of course, you know, my other account, we know how that goes, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> but I wasn't, I was more upset about the people I followed than my followers because I couldn't remember at names. So I'm like, man, you know, so-and-so was a good follow. Now I'm not going to be able to find them or I don't remember what their at name was. So they should give you a chance to transfer. I was more upset about that than losing thirty-five. Because sometimes it's, you know, it's a double edge. Like some, you know, sometimes like oh, you know, my stuff got out there, and then other times you go viral, and it's like oh, this is, uh, yeah. you know, a verified account. You know, when they retweet my tweet, and it's just oh, I'm like, now nah, I got all these people. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. So you know what I want to ask now? What is the Without any names, what is the creepiest thing somebody has either said to you or sent to you in um in a DM? <sighs> That's several of those. Your picture, blah, 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 blah. Or I've, you know, I've done this with your magazine. Oh. And I've actually gotten that from verified accounts. Those type of DMs on my old account. How would you like to know we got something in common? I have not gotten anything. Well, technically, have I? No, Anna Hopford. 
has gotten <laughs> verified accounts. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um... Uh, I never understood why. Like, what time I told somebody, I was like, um, if you're a married man, you don't need to tell somebody in a DM, thanks for the follow. Oh like, yeah, you you don't need no. I don't like that. I don't I don't like when you know someone will make a a comment and it's really an innocent comment that could have been on the timeline. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are you sending me this via DM when you could have said it? This is something you could have said on the timeline. It's regular. It's, it's just regular. very yeah. It's that that irritates me. And you know I'll what either, yeah, but I'm like this this <laughs> block yeah. Uh, I like the tumbo. Or, or I won't even engage with them. I'm just like, you could have said it's this on so, that. Yeah, you could have said this on the time. Hey, yeah. thank you. What? Right. Like, why are you so other people can you know, me? You know, when I do my throwback pictures, I kind of get it when the, yeah. the they come in because they don't want to see the uh, wife or the girl following. And well, then, well, then the that pictures. means you don't need to be seeing it then. You don't need to like, be seeing it. Yeah. Or you don't you can see it. You don't need to comment on it. I got a story, I got a story there too, where I had a you know, a person who checked, had a name out there, and he was commenting on my pictures. Next thing I know, I'm getting ripped by his wife. And I'm like, what did I do? I'm posting pictures and born. But that's (laughs) you know, I know for me, if my you know, my man friend wants to like pictures or you know, whatever, it doesn't bother me. But that's Mm You know, complimenting this it's human nature. To me, it's oh, when you I take am. it to that next level, then it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. But if you're just saying, you know, beautiful picture or something like that, which pretty much what he was doing, but I got a full-on attack from her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. You have um <laughs> I remember it was a video that went viral and my wife sent it to me. A girl gave her her boyfriend a present it was a box of pictures of all the girls he liked on instagram <laughs> wow that's actually pretty clever but that's he would print them out and she cut them all out and she put them in that's clever that's actually clever and my wife sent me that and i was like say less don't worry about it yeah that's i got hilarious. you hilarious i got the message so now i i'll be like <laughs> okay Right, just keep scrolling. Right, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. That's right. So simple. Yeah. Um, this has been this has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed this. Like, I was so excited for this because I like to talk music. I like to, you know, 140 characters really can't like. Right. uh, yeah, and if someone sends me more uh, a tweet that's more than like three sentences, I'm not. I don't even want to tweet with them anymore. I'll send them a one-word answer. I know it sounds terrible, but I do. I do because I'm like, this is just too long. Like, this is cool, but you know, send a few. You know, going back and forth. But when you're writing me long paragraphs, I yeah, (laughs) them long blue things in the DM. Yeah. Oh, got 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 sidetracked. We gotta talk sports. Can you talk sports? Yeah, I'll stay with you for a little while longer. They would. We, okay. We've been gone for a little while, but yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> real quick, your Knicks. Yes. They're not last year's Knicks. How do you feel? Oh, it's it's incredible to go into watching a game and knowing that this team's gonna play hard. 
like there's a chance to win the game. And before that, you know, it's like, oh, okay, here comes a third quarter breakdown, a fourth quarter breakdown if they give you an ounce of hope or it's just a blowout. So, you you know, you didn't know which team you were getting, but this one with, with Coach Tibbs, yeah. Okay, well, well you know, we're going to a game, and I don't even care who the team is. I know that they're going to play as hard as they possibly can. I know what my sisters are playing, y'all. I was like, can they just go away? Can they just go away? Y'all wouldn't go yeah, away. Nipping, nipping. But yeah, these yeah these guys. Um, you know, they, do I think they're gonna do something this year or the yeah. next year? I I don't know. Well, in yeah. the Eastern Conference, it's definitely possible. Playoffs might get knocked out the first round, but it's a possibility. They can definitely. You and Spike get front row. <laughs> <laughs> like this, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. Okay. I'm not going to rag on you too long. We've been too long anyway. So, <laughs> no, this was good. This was fun. Double L, thank you so much for joining thank you for having me. And we have to do this again. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Um, we definitely going to do this if we wind up playing the Knicks. Okay. We can do a little playoff. breakdown, a little, little playoff we'll preview. A little breakdown, a little yeah, we'll do a song. preview for sure. Thank you so much. Can you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Not like your physical address, but like on social media. <laughs> and you can find me at Love the Puck on here. And if you're Instagram, at Liz's Locker Room on IG. Listen, listen to you all, Professor Liz's Locker Room. Why is it that a show? Hmm. I don't know. Everybody keeps telling me I need to do a show or a podcast. And I'm like, I don't need to keep people that long. <laughs> Don't do no. Don't look at me as a template. I just I don't know when to shut the hell up. But you would be awesome to get some of your takes on whatever it is. To um, cause sometimes I think when you're just firing off on Twitter, people don't understand the depth of which you know what you're talking about. So that that would I'm just saying if you could find time to schedule between. Photo shoots and cartoon. Yeah, I used to do a blog, but I I stopped doing that because schedule oh, that's got tight. But um, just talk, yeah. just talk, fire it yeah. up and just talk. Liz is taking. I'll think about it. Okay, I'll consider it. But but thank you so much for joining me. This has been fun, and when I get unblocked or unsuspended, <laughs> I'll be back, people. All um, right. Don't worry about it. But to everybody out there, thanks for listening. Remember to download this as soon as it's available. I'll make sure it's available. Please, um, as I always say, you don't have to be tough. Just be real. Just be yourself. That will work. All right, people. Say bye to Love the Pup. Mask up. <laughs> That's right. Mask <laughs> up. Well, we virtual, so we'll have a mask. Bye, everybody. Thanks. See you later.